Hey, everybody, this is Proverbs 31 Mamas, and we're so happy to have you guys back today. Hi, Rachel. How was your day? Um, it was great because I got to spend some time with you at Bible study this morning, which always makes my Wednesdays that much better. Oh, you're sweet. <laughs> good. I'm glad you had a good day. I had a good day, too. Um, I ended up going to a friend's house this afternoon, and I got to watch her make mozzarella cheese and go in her garden and get ready to like can a bunch of things and she made me like a really fancy tea and I <laughs> think that I need to start like making more things <laughs> on my own or something but it was it was a really nice afternoon that sounds like it um for anybody who doesn't know us super well um we're both sort of on a homesteading journey so like heading more towards growing and raising our own food and all those sorts of things so like that is the definition of like a perfect day I think for for yep. both of us so I love that for you yes and I left with literally a bucket full of spaghetti squash tomatoes peppers uh kale you name it like she sent me on my way with <laughs> so many goodies so yeah I was very, I'm feeling very thankful tonight. That's awesome. Sounds like you hit the jackpot. Literally. Yes, I did. In the vegetable (laughs) department, for sure. (laughs) Um, So, Rachel, we are on Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio now, right? Yes. Um, So, all together, we are on Spotify, of course. We are on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and... I believe Google Podcasts, but that's not going to be a thing for very much longer. So, oops. Yeah. But, I mean, for now, I guess, enjoy it while it lasts, right? Right. And we are on the, you know, we asked and you guys answered. um, And I tried to get us on as many of the platforms people said that they use most often. Um, So, hopefully that helps. Um, it's really exciting. It feels like a like a good milestone for us already. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so today we're going to do something kind of fun. And we're just going to, we have a bunch of questions. Um, I would say the majority are from our friend Emily. Is that correct? Um, yes. I... <laughs> I mean, I know I wrote out some. I'm not sure how many you wrote out or how many, but I know I that a lot of from six. Emily. Okay. I got a solid six that I wrote myself, um, and I can always count on Emily to give exactly what it is that I need. So some of them are just ridiculous, which I love, and then some of them are really thought provoking. Like she understood the assignment. Yeah, so thank she knows you, Emily, how to... for providing so many of these questions. Yeah, she gets an A plus. So, <laughs> well, I think that we should probably just jump right in. Let's do it. Okay. Well, the first question is, Rachel, you can answer first. What book or series could you read over and over again and not get sick of? Okay. Um, I wrote this question because I have an answer to this question. Oh. So um, there is a book. Let me see if I can remember. It's uh, Me Before You. 
Ooh, it sounds familiar. It's either me before you or you before me. I think it's me before you. And it, there's a movie about it also. Um, it is about a young lady over in England who uh, takes a job as a caretaker for a quadriplegic man. And it's like such a, an emotional roller coaster. There's a whole, se- turns out there's a whole series uh, of books. So I saw the movie, cried my eyes out, bought the book cried my eyes out even though I already knew what was going to happen and then I bought the next two books cried my eyes out and I've read them multiple times and I just cry every time but it's the best it there I oh my oh okay well you know what I actually have not I've seen the movie but I have not seen the um I've not read the book yeah, I had to do both, I guess, because I am a ma- like a I don't know, I don't know why I do this to myself, but I had to do both. Knew what was gonna happen, cried, like it was a mess. But I love them. I have them still somewhere. And I read them periodically when I feel like, you know, I could use some good <laughs> emotional abuse. Oh, absolutely. Oh boy. Hmm. Yeah. So, what about you? You know, I'm going to go with, because I I really used to like reading a lot. And then, I don't know, motherhood happened and my time has escaped me. So my, mm, I think P.S. It's going to be good is probably right now, like my book that I really, really love. Um, And that is by, oh, goodness, Heidi Anderson. And that's kind of like, it's a book about how, mm, it's a Christian book, and it talks about how she had cancer, I don't know, 10 plus years ago, and, um, it, but it's really about, like, all the things she's learned about God and all those type of things on the way, and she has an Instagram, she's hilarious, like, I love watching her and her family, but um, it's just a really helpful book. So I definitely recommend it. I love that. And I'll probably end up reading it at some point because I trust you. Yeah, you can borrow it. <laughs> um, okay, this is a good one. This is a, are you ready for this one? Yep. What advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, yeah, isn't that... Ooh, that's hard, isn't it? <laughs> I know. I just dove right in. I'm right. you with the big ones. All right. Here's what I'm going to say. Ooh. You're making me think about this. I didn't read all of these. Okay. To stop worrying. <laughs> just, just to stop worrying and to relax. Quit worrying. Just leave it in God's hands. He is in control. And try your best to just be happy. That's a good one. Um, I think one of the things I think I would tell my younger self is find God sooner. Mm. Um, I don't know how much of that was actually in my control at a young age. So, but still, that's, that's one thing. Yeah. Um, Let me see. Um, 
that first high school boyfriend is was not all that in a bag of chips. Okay, that Funny, one I can actually go with. He you. ain't <laughs> worth it. Um, and 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 everyone knew that. I just didn't at the time. Even the janitor, the high school janitor, would always be like, "You need to take out the trash." Oh my! Okay. Meaning like dump this kid. So I would say, don't waste your time on that one. Um, turns out the the right ones just down the street. Um, but yeah, I think that's my biggest one is um. Find God sooner. Pursue your relationship with God sooner. I like that. That's a good one. Okay, so number three. What would be your dream job outside the home? This is easy for me. Um, A veterinarian. But I should also add that I am allergic to so many animals. Um, So... They say don't let anything stop you from pursuing your dreams. Allergies and asthma, they'll stop you. They'll stop <laughs> you real good. Um, so you need an inhaler and you also need um, some like what, Zyrtec or something. Yeah, it's it's one of the reasons why even like pursuing like a vet tech or anything as an adult, like, and, and Tim will tell me too, like, I love you and I don't ever want to tell you that you can't do anything, but you can't, you could never. He's like, you're allergic to cats. You're allergic to rabbits. You're allergic, like, what are you not allergic to? And I'm like, you know what? You're right. It would be terrible and I would be miserable, but sometimes working with animals is so much better than working with people. Oh, definitely. So, um, well, so now was that always what you wanted to do? Or was there something like as a kid that you're like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to be this. That was it. Um, I remember watching when I was a kid. I would watch like the emergency vet shows on Animal Planet. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was an Animal Planet kid more than like a Nickelodeon kid or whatever. Yes, I, I love Animal and, Planet and the emergency vets and everything. And so mm-hmm. they would have these infomercials on for like the Bell Ray Institute in Colorado, a veterinary school. Um, and I would be like, I'm gonna go there someday. And then turns out I ended up being allergic to like every animal and. Uh, figures doesn't it I, mm. yeah well um, fun fact yeah pearl actually her favorite thing to watch in the whole world is animal rescues her favorite uh, i love that Good we one. were a huge taste um we were a huge pipples and parolees family love that for a very very long time i don't think it still comes on anymore but we used to watch that all the time um so okay well <laughs> as a child my dream job was to actually be an archaeologist. Really? Yes. Um, in specifically in Egypt, I wanted to be, I don't know, an Egyptianologist. I don't know what that Egyptologist, would be. Egyptologist, I think. Yeah, I wanted, to go, like, I wanted to go dig up stuff. I wanted to go, I wanted to go find some like mummies and like the pyramids. I wanted to do, I wanted to do all of that. I wanted to like find a King Tut type of thing. <laughs> about you? I would have never. Nope. I don't know what I thought the answer would be, but I that was not it. Yep. That that was my dream job as a kid. Um but now as an adult, I think I would just like to have like a dog haven. Like an on you know, like like my own little pit bull and pearly thing. But then I probably would want to keep all of them. But yeah, I think anything I think any job that has to do with it, like, I think anything with animals would just be really dangerous. Like, because I, 
also like to collect I am allergic to everything but I also collect animals we've had quite a bit of animals and around here um even like just the barn cat the pair of barn kittens that we just got people are like aren't you allergic to cats and I'm like yeah I am and they're crawling all over my head and my shoulders they're because they're stage five clingers and everyone's like but aren't you allergic no I am I just die all the time yeah I mean yeah (laughs) that's just that's that's what happens right it's worth it they're cute that's right Mm. (laughs) well then um number four what is your dream travel destination alaska nice um the idea of of i don't and this is irrational but the idea of, of like getting a passport and leaving the country and going someplace where you know like english isn't the primary language or whatever just gives me anxiety <laughs> yeah um (laughs) and so that's both of our like we would love to go to alaska and we're hoping god willing and circumstances willing that we can make that happen for our 15th wedding anniversary so this summer will be 12 years so 15 years we would love to be able to go and enjoy it while we're still like young enough to do the things like climbing glaciers and stuff Right. As opposed oh, yeah. to leaving it for like a retirement goal. Plus, by the time we're retirement age, he he may just push me off the top of a glacier, and <laughs> I can't say I'd blame him. Um, but what about you? Um, okay, so yeah, leaving the country does sound kind of like I don't know, not super fun right now. <laughs> But I'm going to choose to just ignore that and pretend like it's so easy to go anywhere. <laughs> so I'm going to live in my own little world with that. Sure. Um, and I'm actually going to say, you know, somewhere where I've always honestly wanted to go is Israel. I love that. I mean, I've you know, heard not, um, you know. um, I've and- talked to women from church who've been to Israel and, and it sounds incredible. It sounds like a life changing Experience. I always wanted to go there. I always wanted to go there. Um, that in Greece. I always wanted to go to Greece. Don't ask why me is why. it when I, I think of to... I think of Greece. I think of Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Oh well, yeah, or like my big fat Greek wedding, or like uh, what, what, I don't know. There's like a musical or something. Mamba, wait, Mamma Mia, Mia, something. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I think that was also Greece. I just see the pictures and it just looks like breathtaking. You know. So I think that would be kind of fun. So yeah, that's why I think that's what I would do. I think it would be either one of those. Um, but if it has to be in the United States, um, I would probably just go to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Amish country? Amish country, yep. Amish country's for me. I love that. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, so the next Moving one. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. The next one, I believe, is what is your favorite Bible verse? Oh. Oh, man. What is my favorite Bible verse? Rachel, I don't know. I honestly do not know. I don't think I have one favorite. Um, There's just, there's too many. Anything that you know, talks about overcoming or, um, you know, the faithfulness of God. But I, I cannot pick just one. I can't. I'm sorry. You have to pick one. 
Um, so I think if I had to pick, because it's something that I work on, I'm trying to work on a lot lately, is um, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding, um, which is Proverbs um, 3, 5. Oh, that's a wonderful one. Um, that's something that I'm always working at is on accepting that I'm not going to understand all of it and I shouldn't trust my own understanding because his understanding is just the only one that really matters. Yep. I like that very much. Okay. Number six. What is one of your favorite guilty pleasure TV shows? I feel like I already know this answer, but go ahead. <laughs> um, I did just recently rewatch Toddlers and Tiaras. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not even, <laughs> I should be ashamed of that. And I'm not even ashamed of it. I, I'm not condoning or like, I'm not m- making a statement either way about putting your children in beauty pageants or any of the behaviors that come with that. But the drama Sure. Is on point. Right. These sure. crazy sure. stage moms. I just. I'll sit there and I'm just glued to it. The things that they are willing to fight about is just unreal. That and honestly. Um, a thousand pound sisters. Okay. All right. Haven't seen that. Don't know if I've heard of that one. Okay. All right. That's two sisters from mm, Kentucky who. Um, we're on a journey to lose enough weight to qualify for bariatric surgery. And between oh, okay. the two of them, I think they topped out at at a thousand pounds or over a thousand pounds. Um, and it was just their whole journey of like trying to get approved for the surgery. It was wow. It's a TLC like reality. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Yeah, that's yep. my guilty pleasure. Okay. Down. <laughs> um. So. I haven't watched any, like, guilty pleasure. Oh, hold on. I'm going to take this back. Well, no. I haven't watched any super guilty pleasure TV shows in a really long time. But I used to be pretty darn hooked on Sister Wives. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> yes. sure. I'm not sure if you've heard of this. But um, I'm assuming you've probably heard of Sister Wives. Oh, I have. Yeah, TLC. Um, I TLC, before I get yes. all my guilty pleasure TV shows from. I, oh, I've heard. Yes, I watches. um I was I was quite into um that drama for a while. I just it and again it was just kind of one of those like, well okay but well all right well what's going to happen now you know what I mean? <laughs> right, you can't look away. You're like this is you like can't. a bad car accident. I don't want to watch it, but I can't not look. You at can't it. look away. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I would say that's yeah that's probably like my most you know recent um guilty pleasure tv and to be totally honest with you um there is a soap opera that my mom watches and i think it's like the good and the be- oh you know the bold and the beautiful or something like that and i don't watch it but if she has it on i don't necessarily walk out of the room you know what i'm saying <laughs> look we'll, so. i mean we'll count that yeah so i i feel like a soap opera could be somewhat of a guilty pleasure you know I think absolutely. I think it counts. Yeah. We'll count. All right. Um, 
Number seven. What are some, I love this one. This was from Emily. So thank you, Emily. What are some changes you've noticed in your family since you started attending church regularly? Mm. (sighs) Well, so I guess, honestly, the coolest thing that I see particularly in my children is that they want to pray. They want to, um, they want to pray before they go to bed. They want to pray when we sit down and eat a meal together. Um, tonight Owen was, you know, telling me about what he learned in the nursery today. And to me, I love that I can see these changes that when my children are in church, like I can see what other people are pouring into them. And, you know, because those are just things that you don't, you think, oh, wow, like you paid attention to what someone else was talking to you about today. And so I don't know, to me, that's just like a super special thing. So yeah, I think just in my, in my children. Isn't that, I mean, that's a thousand percent. Um, And, and I also want to add that we, the children's ministry at our, at our church is phenomenal. Um, they, they work really hard and they invest so much of their heart and soul into teaching our babies about Jesus. And I love that so much. Um, I would say the same thing, honestly. And so we started going to church regularly in March of this year. So it hasn't been very long at all really in the grand scheme of things um but watching the way that my oldest mason who is six um just like plugged in without any questions like any doubts any hesitation and just started absorbing all this stuff has been amazing just hearing him pray like the moments that he chooses to pray like on his own out loud is just really um like I've seen him we took a trip to the upper peninsula and we were on the beach like on the shore of Lake Michigan and it was it was honestly it was a really beautiful day and um we were just having fun in the water and I watched him like stop on the beach and like say a prayer thanking God for this beautiful creation or something along those lines. And it just like punched me right in the gut. I was like, yes, yes. Like this is, this is so cool. Um, And I think it's helped me so much, honestly. Um, I was just in therapy yesterday and um, I was talking about some of the things that are going on and some of those stressors in, in my life right now. And, I took a step back and like listened to what I was saying and just the way that I'm processing things that are happening in my life now. Um, and the way that I'm able to kind of give some of these things to God and trust in him and the way it's changed the way that I handle things. I was actually proud of myself when I was listening to myself. Like I was thinking about what I was saying in this session and I was just like, wow, I like, it's just such a good feeling um to be able to see the changes that it's making in me and that I'm able to 
trust in God so much and to accept that I don't always understand the way that things happen or why things happen, but I trust that he does. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Number eight, are you you going with number eight or you want me to go with number eight? Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's my turn. (laughs) Um, And (laughs) what moments do you feel closest to God? This is this is a good one. Um, not just in church, which is the important thing, because I think like I I don't only use church as an opportunity to try to get close to God. Like I have conversations with God in the car, in front of my in like in front of my kids. I, so it's hard for me to pinpoint. Um, but I also kind of feel like in the woods like because like when I'm outside I like outdoors and it's just me and it's nature and it's quiet and I can just hear all of the things that he has created and that I'm blessed enough to be able to enjoy it's just quiet and peaceful and like that's when I I think I feel Mm -hmm. one of the time one of the instances one of the places where I feel like I feel closest to God Aside from, you know, like I said, church and in the car. I mean, I'm, I talk to God all the time now, which I love that for me. Yeah. <laughs> but what about you? Um, in what moments do I feel closest? Um, well, you know, obviously when I'm in church, sure. Like, of course, I, you know, I feel close to God. I, you know, those are like beautiful moments. Um, but I've always felt extremely close to God when I'm driving by myself in the car with my music on usually a lot of the time if I'm listening to Kane that's just like my jam um and but any any type I don't know I that's always just been like my quiet moments with God um and going for walks like in nature like that's where I feel closest to God. Um, and when I look at my children. That's a good one. I like that a lot. Oh, number nine. What is your biggest hope for your children when they're adults? Mm. Oh, my biggest hope. My biggest prayer is that, (laughs) oh, that's a loaded question in this world, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh, that's hard. You know, I I think of that and I think, okay, well, I say, you know, well, I want the world to not be this way or I want this and, you know, this would be so great, but there's no, you know, there's no control over that. And I have no idea how this world will be when my children are grown, but the one thing that I can hope for and pray for is that my children just remember that Jesus loves them, that he died for them, that they are safe with them, that they have faith that can withhold all the garbage that's in the world because I can't change anything else. But, and for John, just to have peace, total, you know, peace in their faith. 
Yeah, I think that's um that's and that's basically the same thing I was gonna say. I think that's sometimes I think that's all we can all we can hope for in a in a world where things change so rapidly and sometimes are just downright scary. Um I hope that my kids always remember that they have Jesus and that they always remember to live according to God's word. Um, I hope they never lose sight of that. And I hope that they stay true to God and true to themselves and not change, you know, who they are because of anyone else. Right. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Um, okay, number 10. <laughs> Would you rather have your skin? <laughs> this is another one from Emily. I'm Emily! <laughs> Would you rather have your skin look like it's made from pink Laffy Taffies or have your legal government name be pink Laffy Taffy? I feel like this is easy, but go ahead. Well, I have questions that I'm not going to get answered, but your skin looking like it's made from pink Laffy Taffies, but are you going to smell? Oh. Like pink Laffy Taffy's because or is it gonna I don't feel wanna like be, like is it gonna feel I don't wanna, like pink Laffy Taffy? Like is it gonna I be stretchy look, and hard? But I don't listen. I don't want to smell like pink Laffy Taffy and then be in crowded places and have people sniffing. Like no, so then, it, it it matters. Do I? You would be look? like the flies would be swarming you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Gross, have yeah. my legal government name be pink Laffy Taffy. Yeah, for, yeah, definitely. Um, I want my name to be Pink Laffy Taffy too, because I feel like you could have like tons of nicknames, like you know, just I don't know. Well, Pink, not like the singer, but just like I don't know. I feel like you could make it cute. Maybe <laughs> I'm gonna go with the legal name though. I'm okay with that. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> Would you rather have an obsessive, insane person love you or hate you? Is this another Emily? It is. Okay. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> um, okay. So my first thought is, well, I would probably want them. I have a dilemma with this. Okay. Because if they hate me, then my first thought was, oh, well, like, if they hate me so much, maybe they'll want nothing to do with me and they'll leave me alone. But if they're obsessive, I said, although it says an obsessive, insane person, but are they just obsessive in general or obsessive with me? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to assume the latter. Okay. All right. Well, the like, I, I feel like it would be like... A really horrible movie if like they loved you because then I feel like you would be constantly hiding from them but I suppose also like if they were obsessive and they were insane and they hated you it could also be like a Halloween situation you know like Michael Myers so as much as I hate to say this I guess I'm gonna say love you yeah I am the kind of person that <laughs> the idea of anyone hating me at all or being angry at me is enough to make me cry well yeah. um which is silly 
Um, but it's just one of the one of my um, toxic traits or whatever you want to call it. Like I can't handle the idea of just anyone not liking me. <laughs> um, no, that's not toxic. Although I do understand where an obsessive, insane person loving you could be. Not like showing. Up I mean, on your neither of these are thing. super fun, right? Like neither of these are ideal. No, but I agree. <laughs> if I had to pick. The, the most ideal out of two very not ideal situations I would choose for them to love me yeah okay that makes sense all right oh okay number 12 what did you almost name your kids um or were they always you know were they always Mason and Miles I <clears throat> had a lot of well, see, I was naive going into this, and I have had a girl's name, like, chosen since I was, like, 12 years old. I put zero thought into what I would name a boy if I ever had a boy. And then I had two. Um, so I had, a, like, a list of boys' names. They got vetoed. Most of them got vetoed. I couldn't even, I don't even know how we landed on Mason. I, I don't. Um, Caleb was one of my, I, I, that was one of my, I was pushing hard for a Caleb. Um, so Mason is Mason Timothy. So I wanted to keep the middle name Timothy. That was always a thing. Um, so I thought Caleb Timothy or Ian Timothy were two of my favorites. Neither of those, obviously, were chosen. They got shot down. Aww. Um, Wyatt was another one for either boy, but then I also know that there's, like, a, a lot of those. So I'm kind of glad. We wanted names that you that aren't, like, Apple or, <laughs> you know, something way out there but that you don't hear a t- like they're not going to have 13 of them in their class sure was was what i was going for um and then miles honestly i that was it was the same thing and it was that um it also started with the letter m oh okay well i love that so, so i mean i think you did a great job i can't imagine them as anything different right now. it's funny isn't it it is, but if we also, if we had a third child someday, like, I'm convinced that it would be another boy, but I'm also terrified about that because I literally am out of name. I have zero <laughs> name. I, I don't have any. Like, they've all been, all the other cute ones have been taken or taken a lot of times. And so I just, I don't, that terrifies me. I have no idea what we would call a third son. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, what about you? So, Pearl was kind of a like I, I we knew her name pretty. I don't know, maybe like midway through my pregnancy, but it was actually one of those that I just we just heard the name. I was like, oh, that's her name. Oh yeah, that's her name. It's got to be Pearl. It's got to be Pearl. I just like fell in love with it, but. Before that, I we really liked the name June. So she was very close to being a June. 
Um, I love the name Pearl, though. It's super cute, and it suits her so well. Oh, thank you. Um, Owen, gosh, I remember having a list, like, having a lot, because, oh, gosh. I remember, I think Gunner was one, actually. I don't say Scott liked that. Um, Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Gunner was one that we definitely did like, but we, uh, Jude, liked the name Jude, um, and mind you, we didn't know an Owen until we had Owen, and now we know, like, 500 Owens, (laughs) so, (laughs) and then Sadie, um, really, the only other name that we actually had on the radar was, um, Jade, actually. That was uh, see. I can't picture Sadie as a J. Like knowing no. Sadie, like I can't. No, I think you chose perfectly. Yeah, I think they suit all three of your kids so well. Yeah, we um, and again, Sadie was kind of like uh, we were. I was listening to something on the radio, and um, it was something that <laughs> Sadie Robinson. I don't know if she's a Duck Dynasty daughter. <laughs> and um, oh yeah, it was the just like this yeah. really. I don't know. It was just like this really inspirational thing she said about God and. I was telling Scott about it and he was like, her name is Sadie. And I was like, huh? He's like, I love it. Like, I think her name needs to be Sadie. And I was like, oh, I love that name. Okay. That's her name. So, so she was kind of named after Sadie Robinson, sort of, kind of, not really, but sort of, kind (laughs) of. So. Um, Yeah. I did have, when I was pregnant with Mason, someone once asked me like well what are you having and I said a boy and well what are you gonna name him and I said Mason and she was like like the Kardashians and I was like (laughs) no please don't no no thank you that's not it nope Mm -mm. and I was like nope like the jar yeah like the Mason jar right the very functional level of excitement that came from her like like the Kardashians I was like nope Nope, like like the, like the jar, like mm-hmm. the jar. That's it. No, thank you. Yeah. Oh, that is too funny. Uh... <clears throat> um. Okay, number thirteen. What is your least favorite current trend and your most favorite current trend? Uh, hmm. Okay, so here's the. Well, I'm not very good at like, like figuring out trends. Like you know, like <laughs> same. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I guess I'm not, like, super good at figuring out, like, I, I really don't know what a, what the current trends are. Um, I, well, I feel like, aren't, like, the butterfly clips back? Is that a thing? They are back. I don't know if it's ironically or if people actually love them. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I remember sort of kind of loving them in my, I don't know, like, as a kid, but I kind of don't love them now. And I, I, don't, I don't know why. Like, I'm a little girl, sure. But I, I don't know. Um, but my most favorite right now, um, I'll tell you what, they're the clogs. Are they? Okay, a clog, right? Or not clogs or like Yeah, mules. no, they're like the... Um, uh, I don't know the proper name well, for them. Well, if you're, if you're us or like us, then they're like the Birkenstock Birk- dupes. Yeah, because yeah, Bir- your girl is not on a Birkenstock budget. Let me just be <laughs> frank. Yeah, so um, uh, the Walmart budget for the Birkenstock 
clog. The, you know, the brown yeah, like thing the with the buckle. Yeah, like the suede with the buckle from, like, 2008. Those have come back, and I am here for it. Yes. Um, I really wanted to push against it, like, really badly. But then I slipped my foot in there, and, like, I just, I can't. <laughs> I can't I can't say no, and I just don't care. I'm just going to well, wear them. You know, and they're not supportive. Like, they're not, oh, no. I mean, I'm sure they're not good for your arches or anything. But, you know, I still... It's like a slipper. I refuse. I refuse to transition into the season of life where I'm looking for practical footwear. I'm not ready for that yet. No, no. And like my podi- like I've seen a podiatrist. I have problems with one of my feet, and like I'm supposed to be wearing sensible footwear, but I refuse because I just am not ready to go there yet. You know so what? I'm wear the crappy cr- clogs with the crappy footbeds until I die. It's fine. Oh, well, you know what? You, you, I think you're just uh, being a little too harsh on Dr. Scholl's because they got some cute stuff out. Touche. <laughs> I mean, the foot problem, that's a problem for future me to deal with. I, I can see it's, you're not wearing, like, the podiatrist, like, giant white, like, boot shoes. <laughs> nope. That's not I'm for sure you. Not. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I do understand. You don't want the, you want to look kind of fashionable, even though. That's probably not fashionable right now, but you know what? We gotta we gotta live our best lives. And if we want to wear slippers on our feet outside, that's fine. I don't know what fashionable is. I'm in my granny era, and also yes. I'm just a feral swamp witch, and I dress like it. So, and I don't mean that in the like casting spells on people. No, no, I just avoid humans, and I'm just out in my swamp picking berries. Except for right now talking to me. Well, right. But besides that, yeah. Um, I think for me, like, so I think it's easier for me to answer the trends that I don't like versus mm-hmm. the trends that I do. Because I'm not um, super trendy. I don't know what's hit. But I know what I don't like. And this is how I know I'm getting older. I don't like the slang. I, I don't understand the kids anymore. I don't. Well, you also like work with kids, so I guess you would hear that a lot, right? Uh, so I work with kindergarten through like fifth grade, so not a talk because they're so they're still so young. I'm sure if it, I was in like middle school, high school, then maybe. Um, sure. But even just on the internet, I'm just like, what? Speak English, please. I don't. I don't understand. Um, I don't like mullets. We didn't need to bring those back. I said what I said. Oh yeah. We didn't yeah, need yeah. to <clears throat> we didn't need to do that. Okay, so, you don't... so no Billy Ray Cyrus Cyrus from the nineties then. You're not interested in that. Nope. Okay. No wakey breaky heart. No. Okay. Well don't, uh, don't tell my husband that. Okay, what's well, fine. I mean the song is fine, but like not the hair. <laughs> I don't know. But it is Um also, the big, chunky platform shoes. Oh, I don't like that those either. Oh, uh, no, no. I'm not here for that Mm-mm. either. No, like boat shoes? Like you feel like you're like wearing a boat? Yes. Mm-hmm. They're, although they're like the ankle, it's like an ankle boot almost. And it's got these big, chunky platforms. And I just feel like that you Frankenstein. Like moon shoes almost. Yes. Yeah. So, and I'm sorry if 
these things are your things. Like, if you're a fan of the mullet. Oh, yeah, no, wear them. Because, I mean, we, we obviously know the clogs are, like, super ugly. But we're still yeah. just going to wear them. That's okay. Live your truth. Yeah. Cut your hair however you want. Like, it's fine. Right. But. Yeah, it's totally, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? Yes. Even if it's, you know, a mullet. Okay, so moving on. What is the hardest part about being a Christian? We went from, like, super casual to, like, boom. Yeah. <laughs> from 13 to 14 was... Okay. Um, <clears throat> hmm. I... I think for me, personally, the hardest part about being a, specifically a new Christian, is that I'm still learning how to share, like, my beliefs and, like, my passion and my faith with people in my life who aren't in the same place that I am in in that department. Um, how to talk about it with people who are either non-believers or they are believers, but they are kind of like, you know, the lost sheep who don't have a flock and, but who are like content with that. Like, I don't know. That's the hardest part for me is how to talk about that and how to like spread the word and everything without, like, I just I don't know how to have those conversations yet. And that's something that I'm learning and hoping to be better. At. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does make sense. It does okay. make sense. Um, yeah. And that, you know, and that can be, a, that is a difficult thing, you know, because you, you want to do things in a way that comes off, you know, kind and that you know you are willing to listen and all of the things but I mean I can I can understand that that's you know it's just hard it's hard to figure out depending on the person to like how to talk to them you know so um but pray on it and I think even just showing kindness you know like showing kindness just even talking about it a little bit even just like hey yeah I went to church this weekend or like like yeah I had like a great sermon something super casual because sometimes the curiosity will get to someone and then they just want to know a little bit more you know that's a great point um so the hardest part about being a Christian mm. so I think the hardest part about being a Christian I feel like now I'm in a little bit of, I used to really be concerned with that, about like how to reach people, um, how can I do it well, and I feel like I've a little bit shifted from that, like I'm a little bit more like comfortable, I guess you could say, if that makes sense, you know? It does. Um, But I mean, of course I still have my moments, but. Oh, what is the hardest part? 
Um, I think when I'm having conversations with people and they ask the really hard questions that I don't have an answer to and I don't know if they aren't a believer, right? When If you're talking to another believer, it's a different ballgame. But when you're talking to someone, especially that you care about and, you know, they ask you, well, why does this happen or why does that happen? Like, if God is so good, why does, you know, and you get those questions a lot. Um, And it's just how to answer that, I guess. Does that make sense? Hopefully that makes sense. It does. I was just having a conversation about this with someone the other day. Um, And I think, I, I I don't, I'm not sure how to answer those questions other than, like, I don't have the answer. That's beyond my understanding but mm-hmm. it is about his understanding my understanding right. is not right god's understanding so yes and it's easy to say well you know for me i can say you know i mean i've definitely been in situations where <laughs> i felt that way like what why why like i'm good i don't want to do this anymore i want you know I I don't understand why I have to go through this again, or I don't under, you know, and I mean, most people in Christians, like you still go through just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're not going to have hard times. Um, But it can be very difficult how to, you know, because if you just say, Hey, like, I know this is no fun and this is very difficult, but God still loves you and he's still good. And that's a faith thing. That's a faith thing. And we talked about that today at church, you know. It is. And I think that sometimes it, it'll it take, it may take years and years okay. for you to be able to look back and say, this is why this happened. It's, it's that, like, there's no, there's not always, like, an instant gratification of, like, knowing exactly, like, this didn't no. happen. Oh, it's because this. It, it might take years and years for you to have that clarity right. it's not always revealed to you or it might not ever right be away. at least the side of heaven it might not ever be and that can be a very hard thing you know exactly that can be a very hard thing to maneuver and to um but yeah i think just that just you know trying to answer questions even when i don't have the answer to that but to just do it in the most loving way and just pray, pray that like, you know, I can't change any hearts, but God can, you know? Right. I did, before I move on to the next one, I did think of something else while we've been talking about this. Um, something that I've noticed, which is a change within myself and also a hard thing for me is I'm noticing that, especially like on social media and like listening to some of the ways that other people perceive Christians and Christianity, um, and I know that there are some Christians and some people that behave in a way that would cause people to think, you know, but it just, it kind of hurts a little bit sometimes to hear the way that people perceive like that Christians are all hateful and whatever else um, uh-huh. or hearing like non-believers trying to, disprove the existence of God and everything um reading stuff like that bothers me now a lot 
more than I ever imagined it would. Um, and I don't usually engage in arguments with strangers on the internet. Um, but I noticed that I, I noticed those things more and it, it, it bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's a good change. I think that's probably a good sign. Um, yeah, but I, that's a hard thing to know that some people really do perceive Christianity and Christians as such a negative thing. Yeah, yeah, that is hard. Um, I think for me, I it is it it makes me sad. Like I feel bad. Like it makes me sad that um, that you know Christians can be looked at that way. I mean, I understand you know things happen and it's like you know it's a whole thing that could that could be like a whole topic i feel like for an episode huh i agree we should probably write that down <laughs> yes there you go um are you up i am um okay number 15 what talent have you always wanted but don't have mm, what talent hmm well I mean, like, there's, like, so many things that I could be like, well, that would be really cool. Or that would be, you know, what talent? I don't know that this is necessary. Well, like, I mean, I suppose, like, quick. Okay, so, like, you know, some people are, like, really, like, I have a friend named Dawn. I think you've met her. And she's, like, a genius at, like, trivia, right? Like, you can just, like, ask her a question and she just, like, boom like knows the answer or she's pretty darn close to knowing the answer right um so like quick wittedness maybe or just one of those people that's just like a fountain of knowledge yeah like that would be super sometimes like obscure knowledge like stuff that no one like you may not may even care about it but like that's so cool (laughs) so i'm just gonna say that even though like i would love to be able like to kind of be like a gymnast like that might be really super cool too I I can't dance. Okay. I, I would save myself a lot of embarrassment or I would have saved myself a lot of embarrassment if I could dance. Okay, so um, yeah. Also painting. Like I have ske- like over the years I like I was an okay like draw like a kind of decent like it with drawing and everything growing up. Um I have some old sketchbooks and everything. Um, sometimes I look at them and I'm like, oh, that's pretty good for, you know, my age. Sure. But I can't paint. Okay. I can't paint. Like I see like our, uh, Emily is an extraordinary painter. Um, and I look at that and I'm like, I could never, but I would love to be able to do that. I just can't make it look like anything besides something that like a three-year-old would make. So oh, in the meantime, we're just gonna have Emily draw. We're gonna we're gonna have her paint all our pictures that we need. Then, yes, I mean I have one of her pieces in my kitchen, and also on a sweatshirt. So I love it. Oh, all right. So number sixteen, what is your most ridiculous irrational fear? Toads. Toads. Okay. Not frogs. Not snakes. Yeah. Not any kind of other creepy crawly. No, just toads. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> follow through. Um, okay. So, well, large 
I'm not talking about like the snakes you see like around our house or like anything like that. I'm talking about like very large snakes, like anaconda or even like cobra. Like, ooh, those are like, <laughs> yeah. So like that would stop me <laughs> from like going to Israel or something and or be like, oh, there's a big snake. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, that's something that we don't really have to worry about here. No, but it's still an irrational um, fear for me. <laughs> I I think that's pretty rational, I mean, honestly. Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, are you going to send me on a, a plane to, are you going to be able to afford to send me to Israel? Well, I mean, obviously, well, anyway, uh, Greece right now? Probably not, right? Nope. No. So, so I'm probably, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm not going to have to run into anything horrible right now. Australia is another place that I always thought I wanted to go to. But the thing with Australia is, in my opinion, Oof, dangerous. everything there is either cute and cuddly or will kill you within seconds. And there's not a lot of in between, right? No. Everything is either super venomous and scary or a koala or a wallaby or a wombat. And there's no middle ground. So No, there's not. Um. <laughs> yeah and actually that was a place that i always was like oh man i would love to go to australia but also like a giant snakes giant spiders yeah absolutely terrifying things like how do you live there like i would like be up all night laying in bed like what's in my house did something get in my house like i don't i don't that would absolutely terrify me um but yeah but also like they got great accents and they have adorable koala bears they do. So that's. I mean, that's a thing. But it's a plus. It is. Um. What do you think is in, okay? Number seventeen. I don't think that you have these in front of you. Do you? Right. I. I do now. Oh, you do. I do. Oh, okay. Well, what do you think is important in a relationship slash friendship? <sighs> I don't. I mean, sometimes those are two totally different. That's. They're like two separate questions. Uh, maybe they're not. Maybe I'm just overthinking it. Um, I shouldn't say. Oh, since I wrote this, I guess I should specify. Um, relationship slash friendship. I mean, any type of, I guess, any type of relationship that you have. Does that make it easier, hopefully? It does. Uh, I mean, I guess in both instances, in like a partner or a, a friendship, uh, I think you have to, I think, well, you don't have to, I guess, but for me, agreeing and, like, connecting on the important points, like, I think of it more in terms of friendship, I guess, was the first thing that came to mind, but, like, having a, like, and I've made this comparison, like, so many times, especially to you, but especially, like, having a mom friend like sometimes you make friends with other moms because they have kids that are in the same like social setting as you or the kids are the same age as you or whatever and that's the one thing that you guys have but you don't have a whole lot else in common and so you're like trying really hard to make it work but you just don't connect on that level because you're just completely different people and and like that's fine but then there's those really substantial friendships where you guys connect on so many different levels because you have the same values and the same, like, and it's just so much different. And I have that now. 
and I can I can value that so much more now that I'm like this is what really solid adult friendships are like and I guess the same kind of applies in in other relationships too like if you have those those really important things in common yeah yeah no that definitely makes sense um and what do I think is important um well I think something that I've learned about friendships I mean, any I mean you know relationships in general really is there have been people like there have been people that like maybe I've known right like I'm like okay I know who they are but like we might not really necessarily have too much like of a connection yet or anything like that and um but to like give it a chance if that makes sense you know um because I've definitely been surprised by some friendships that I've made um like after really like trying to get to know someone like truly trying to get to know someone I think is really important and to like know the little details about them you know um like why not know their favorite color? Why not? You know, and those things don't necessarily like matter, but I think that like knowing how your friend or your husband, your boyfriend, whatever, like just knowing those little details about them or like catching like when they seem kind of upset or just like paying attention to the little details in their life so that they know that they're valued. That's a really good one. Feeling seen and heard and valued by anyone in your life is is really important. For sure. Um, okay. 18. What is your favorite food? Oh. Hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I have so many favorite foods. <laughs> um, I love steak. I love steak so much. That's definitely one of my favorites. But currently, I'm gonna give you my very my current favorite food and that is dill pickle pizza you know what i'm talking about i do i do know what you are talking about try to beat it it's something that i mean pickles are those things that you either love them or you hate them and if you hate them i I don't want to say we can't be friends but like i'll try really hard to like you in spite of that but they haven't had the pizza it sounds like such a weird thing but it's amazing It'll yeah. change your life unless you hate pickles and then it probably won't change your life. Probably but not. <laughs> whatever. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Um, this is like such a simple question, but it's so hard for me to answer. Yeah. And it always has been. I never know how to answer this. I'm actually going to say chicken pad thai. Oh, yummy. Okay, I can get on that board. I can get on that train. Yeah. Like, I can just eat it all the so time good. and never get sick of it. I don't eat it all the time, but I could. Oh, I could if we used to, if we still live downstate. Oh, because I had some amazing Thai places. Oh. Yeah, the Thai places up here are slim pickings. I mean, there's, there's the one pickings. good one in, in Traverse City, but that's also not, like, close enough for me to. It's still yeah. not the same as downstate. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. It's just not. But, uh, yeah, I know. That's hard because that's delicious. Mm. <laughs> All right. So 19, who do you want to come on the podcast and why? Like, could be anybody. Mm. Like, I mean, like a friend. Could even be like, I don't know, some, anyone. That's 
hard because there's so many people that I know both of us want to come on the podcast but some of it feels like honestly trying to reach out to a celebrity <laughs> right they're like just the fear of getting shot down um, yeah they're like um like they're like oh yeah that would be so fun but really they're like no thank you um I don't know it's hard to like because there are so many people that I actually want and that I hope that we can have on the show um yes I I don't know you answer that (laughs) (sighs) all right (laughs) this is my question too Hmm. well I'm I'm with you this is your question yeah, this was my question. <laughs> um, well, how about this? Can we break the rule? Can we pick two each? And it can be two different people. Fine, but you go first. All right, fine. Um, the first person I would really love on is Tabitha. Um, I would just, I would love to have her on. Like, I mean, like, not only do I, like, love her so much... But I just think, I don't know. She's just, like, an incredible person. Um, And I just would really love to ask her all of the things. So I think that would be my first person. (sighs) And my second person... Hmm. You know what? I think my second person would be my new friend, Amy. I think it would be my new friend, Amy. You haven't met Amy yet. I haven't. But one day you'll meet her. Um, She goes to my co-op and she's just like so interesting. I just, I really like her and I think that she would like, I don't know. She's very witty. She's very sweet. I I would really love to have her on. So Amy, if you're listening, if someday you want to be on it, let me know. (laughs) Um. So for, for some context, because I have to keep remembering that like people, not everyone who listens um knows us and the people that we know which is what I'm hoping for because I'm hoping that some of the people that are listening to this have no idea who we are because it means that they're they're interested anyway so yes for, for sure. contact um Tabitha is one of our sweetest dearest friends she is just a beautiful soul um and as a mother she's an inspiration she has six kids um and has homeschooled them all and they are such I mean all of her kids are fantastic kids she's done a great job um her oldest are teenagers and they're like the kind of teenagers that I hope my children are someday like they're just such good kids um and that kind of motherhood that that's that's a hard I mean motherhood's a hard job six kids that's a hard job um and I look up to her a lot. So for context, that's that's who we're talking about. Um, and I would have to agree. I know we're supposed to pick different ones. Or can I pick one of the same ones? Cause no, you can pick one of the same ones. Same Um, And then I, I don't pick Emily only because we already know she's coming on. <laughs> she's gonna do it i know yes yeah, so so the reasons why she's she's a great person to get on here oh well yeah she's amazing um but she's already like a solid yes i think any of the any of the 
like sort of strong leaders of tab women like our women's bible study group um we have some of the most inspirational and wonderful women um to look up to and there's just so much to learn from them and their faith and their life experiences that it's it's hard to pick but we have some really great leadership in our like women's ministry and absolutely so any of them would be a dream come true so if absolutely and if you are listening to this wink yeah basically i want like all of my friends to come on <laughs> basically but um just because i, I love them so much and i just uh, every single one of them has so much to offer you know and so much to like guide us on and to guide you know our listeners on um and you know what i'm gonna throw on one more maybe a pastor martin i'd like to have him on sometime that's another good one yeah we're gonna have to start coming up with some really great pitches to try to try to uh, convince some of these people to for real to come on. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, let's finish it off. Would you ever skydive? Number twenty. I go back and forth on this mm. because I can't think of a good reason to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. But there was one point in my life where I made a promise to my dad. I, well, I don't want to say promise. It's a, it's obviously it's a broken promise now because I've never gone skydiving. That when he turned, let me think about this, not 50, 60, mm, that we would go skydiving. So he just turned 67. So this was years ago. So I think it was oh, okay. Now, my dad has jumped out of many, many perfectly good airplanes on purpose. Um, he was a skydiver back in the day. Like, he loved it. And so I was like, yeah, let's do this. When you turn 60, like, let's go skydiving. And then that was getting closer and closer. And I was like, what? No. (laughs) And he forgot about it. And so I was like, okay, it's fine. We don't have to do this. Okay. Uh, I never brought it up. So I'm going to go with no, because I can't. I mean, I've ziplined out of um, something called the Slotzilla in Las Vegas, um, there's like two levels of the zip line. You go over Fremont Street. The first level is like a, it's not as high up and you're seated in like a harness. The the top level, the highest level, you are like on your belly like Superman, which is of course what we did. I got roped into it with my mother-in-law and two of my both of Tim's sisters. Um, and I don't love heights. Not my favorite. But you're strapped in on your belly with your, like, Superman. And they put you on this platform. And they, it's like a hydraulic platform. And so you're harnessed in. And then all of a sudden the platform drops out from underneath you. And you have to push yourself off and just go flying on your belly like Superman over the street, over all these people in Las Vegas and the neon signs and everything. And it's, like, you have to fight every instant because your body's like, no, don't push us off of this. Are you crazy? And then you just go flying over Fremont Street. And it was so much fun. I was terrified, but it was so much fun. But I think that's about as crazy as I can get. I don't think I could jump out of a plane. Okay. What about you? Um, yes. But, <laughs> but, um, mind you, I like, had panic attacks 
when I went to Cedar Point the one time that I went. <laughs> um, but my answer is absolutely yes, I would. Only because it scares me. And so I think I need to like just get over that fear. And I think I do need to just like jump out of a plane. I think if I were ever going to skydive, it would be because I got roped into it by you. Like, I mean, that's how I would find myself strapped to like a stranger <laughs> with a parachute is because you roped me into it. <laughs> okay. So if any of you Traverse City locals um, know a good skydiving place, please me- message me privately and I will see if I can get Rachel to do that with me. No, I think I'm going to be sick that day. <laughs> oh, be super sick? Well, what kind of sick? Uh, to be determined. Oh, we can, we can just, we'll just uh, give you some Tylenol and you'll be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, those were fun. And thank you to specifically Emily <laughs> for a lot of these um, questions and... Yeah, uh, I just, I really enjoyed this. This was just fun to have, you know, something kind of silly and some serious questions too. But I really enjoyed doing this with you, Rachel. And next week we start um, our virtue series. So our first one's going to be on faith. Yes, I am super excited for that. This was a really good um, kind of lighthearted, like, filler episode because we want to get into this routine of getting our, our episodes published every Thursday. Um, and this was a good um, kind of segue into that. I know we just recorded earlier, like, Sunday night going into Monday. But from here on out, it's going to be every Thursday. Yeah. Two so. for the price of one this week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well. We thank you guys. We love you guys. And we will see you next Thursday.